Miles, can you do me a favor? What do you want? Can you adjust your mic? Ooh. Is there anything else you want? Can you can you put it at the down and up angle just so it doesn't block? <laughs> so much? you want it to be erect? Yes. Yeah. And my to facing my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> With one hand on it like this. Like hold it like a dick. I prefer like two this. hands actually. I don't, I don't makes it sound better. Respectfully, I don't think it's big enough for two. <laughs> <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. Welcome, 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 non patrons. It's your boy, the Deacon of Demon Time. And welcome. To the Randy Moss episode of the Saratobi Sports Pod. Great cash, homie. You know the vibes. To my left, I got my boy, John Bluetooth, in the building, in the flesh. You know he here. Stay rock hard. Stay ready, <laughs> so you gotta get ready. Oof. That might be his new catchphrase. Stay ready, <laughs> so you don't have to get ready. I'm gonna get it tatted on my neck. <laughs> yeah, nasty, very nasty, very nasty. And as y'all can see, or y'all might not be able to see, I got my boy virtual just on his laptop. Up, oh, up. Oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> Surprise! Just playing. Surprise <laughs> show day. Yeah, it is my boy JT in the building. How you feeling, Brody? Good. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Coming straight for all of y'all back doors. But anyhow, and then to my right, but actually not the far right, I got my boy, the Gabagool in the building. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's a nice, beautiful evening. Happy belated birthday. How was, how was the birthday weekend? Happy you know. <laughs> birthday. All right. No, it was good. It was good. We're, we're 25. Yeah, Matt's birthday. You we're, know. We're, we're in the quarter life crisis. Nice. Uh, you know, spent the weekend with the family. My siblings came home from college to come nice. check, chill for the weekend. So nice, have some nice, nice family time. Nice. John and I have agreed that after the podcast, we're going to give Matt birthday punches. So <laughs> John is going to hold him down, and I'm going to aggressively punch his chest. <laughs> He's not using his fist. Yes. Oh. And we're going to record it on video. Yes. That's for the that Patreon. doesn't sound consensual at all. Yes. Yes. And then I will get put through a table <laughs> at some point. At some point. Dang, I'm missing all the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's why that's that's why you got. That's gotta, why that's, we're doing it. That, I mean, honestly, yeah, exactly. Just, we have we have way more fun when you're not here, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Is it? <laughs> I mean, for us, it is. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, save a little bit of gas, save some tools. You yeah, know. you know. I mean, the financial burden is that that hard. You know, whatever. But it's it is, it's it the FOMO. It's you know, he's missing out on the opportunity. Oh, that, that's something okay. beautiful. Oh, Justin, you get FOMO? I didn't know you get FOMO. No, I don't. No, he's, me, lying. I don't. Yeah. he's lying. He's lying. That's crazy. Not yeah. not not for the pod. What, what am I gonna fear of missing out in like my, my little chair in the corner? Yeah. You know, Justin, we can't pay you for this podcast, but we can pay you an experience. Yeah. So that's what it is. That's a fact. Oh, is that it? Yes. Is that does that mean I also don't have to pay Matt for uh this week? No one this said that. Did I mention <laughs> did, did I mention you also get exposure? <laughs> Yeah, isn't man. That, isn't that what we're all trying to avoid exposure <laughs> in these trying times? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> JT's worried about getting me, dude. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no, please. I was talking more about the COVIDs, but yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, that's it. You're right. I'm oh, starting. No. A, I'm starting. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I told I, uh, when I was in Philly at the hotel, it was me, Kylie, and like a bunch of other people. 
Mm. Uh, not a bunch. It was it was two other people we watched in the Grammys. Nice. I don't know what happened, but it was a joke. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna start the E2 movement because Kylie's abusive. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear us, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, and you could probably Wowzers. you could probably yeah, guess what button. Yeah, one. yeah, <laughs> yes. But going in, going in, going in reverse, not through the back door, but you know, a little, a little, a little back in the conversation. That's you, why he wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I know. He, someone did get go through the back door, and we're just gonna leave it there. Birthday surprises. <laughs> yes, he too. Yeah. You too, Justin. Wow, no. you will be heard. <laughs> no, even if it's screaming. Absolutely you will be heard. <laughs> not. Quick break, guys. We just want to tell you about something coming up soon. Hey, you playing video games in your mom's basement? You're not alone. There's a place for you. Mid-Tier Summit Gaming has created a space for both new and old gamers alike to learn, train, and compete at the highest level while still providing a low entry point in esports. They have the NBA 2K tournament coming up on March 28th from 2.30 to 6 p.m. It's $25 to enter with a $300 prize pool, but act fast because they're only accepting the first 16 applicants. Just keep in mind that this is going to be at Q's Barbershop right across from the Walgreens in Baldwin. And the console doesn't matter. Um, Just make sure y'all bring y'all own controllers. And go follow them at Mid-Tier Summit Gaming on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for more details. Justin, let's talk about it. You talked a little bit about FOMO before, man. Who's mi- Who do you think I'm about to bring up? Who's missing out right now? Who is missing out right now during free agency? Talk to oh, me. Uh, oh, everybody mm-hmm. not named the New England Patriots. Nice, nice. Shit, I was gonna say, I was gonna say the Jets is missing out because what are y'all not, doing, not, bro? I don't, I don't think, think so. They don't think oh, so, bro. No, I Let's, think the, oh, I like no, no, no. the Jets move. I would think, say the you first think day. So, bro, well, you said yeah. you like you like. Well, now we get we'll get into it. I'll let Justin Justin speak here's, on yeah, it. Yeah, right, here's the thing. Like the first day of free agency, I was like, yo, we're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I wrote an article about. Uh, you know, I made it to Bleach Report, and it was mad people in the comments. Another one, and you didn't even say nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's too but big for us now. He doesn't even mention when yeah, it should be Bleach just, Report. Just, it's just, it's another one. A, one side, drop a, it. It's becoming such a common occurrence. I mean, I drop it on Twitter all the time. I never, I don't see you retweeting or uh, favoriting it, John. I Ooh. listen. I always retweet and favor shit just because I haven't been on Twitter recently. John hasn't been on Twitter. What is going on in the world? Yeah, recently I dropped this thing like maybe like two weeks ago. I've been able to play Assassin's Creed again. Oh, <laughs> well, there it is. But video. Games. But yeah, no. But anyway, but yeah, I remember I wrote an article about it about like how the Jets need to start taking care of their better players financially. Mm-hmm. You know, this was all off the heels of uh, the Marcus Mays agent talking about like yo, Jets not taking care of my boy. Anyway, people were like, "Nah, Joe Douglas. This is he's not even Joe Douglas's draft pick, which he isn't." True. Um. And no, Joe's going to do, you know, all this to bolster the line. And I'm sitting here on the first day of free agency and I see the three best free agents go off the board instantly. Yep. I'm just like, oh, okay. And the drop off between the the three best offensive linemen that were free agents and the rest of the group is drastic. Uh You just got, you just got average players at this point in the, in the free agent pool for offensive linemen. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. What, where are these Joe Douglas supporters now? Not saying I'm not a fan of Joe Douglas, but at the same time, they all came at me for saying he was going to do all this stuff and drop money, and he didn't drop money. Now, second day, all right, cool. I like the Corey Davis uh, signing. No, nah, I don't. I do. I you don't, you don't like Corey Davis, though. I, I mean, it's not that even that I don't like him. I just don't. Well, I wanted Corey Davis, so that's why I'm like, I he's think just, that's uh, a good a solid, I think he's a solid receiver to yeah. pair next to uh, Mims and Crowder. Yeah. Because outside of that, I yeah. mean, I, I really, I, you know, I, of course I wanted the bigger fish. Like, I wanted yeah. the Kenny Galladay's, you know, things Who's like that. Who still didn't sign yet. Exactly. Who still didn't sign yet. But I, I feel like if 
Galladay probably has his sights set on more, you know, higher aspirations in a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. You know, unless he wants Potential. to really get paid, and then yeah. I don't think Joe Douglas is trying to empty the bank on a wide receiver mm-hmm. when that's not the most important, you know, thing to, of need. So right, you know, we just got Carl yeah. Lawson, so. yeah, from the from the Bengals. I like yeah. that. That that, that I, I felt like needed that. an, needed an yeah. edge rusher. So. Mm-hmm. It's been I a like very that. Cold. I like Corey Davis. Like, yeah. yeah, like I feel like the two of us have had very similar free agencies in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like, we filled somewhat of a need. Wasn't the flashiest name, but oh, it, it gets the the job done. You got a Zeitler, from from us basically. Yeah, right. On a team friendly deal, solid. You know, it's just that way we don't we don't have a revolving door at the guard position right now. And it just was resigned, like. Tyus Bowser, we just resigned Derek Wolf. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't really made any splashes or anything. Not that I was necessarily expecting to. Yep. But like Zagler, it filled a need. So I mean, I like your free agency just in more than mine has gone so far because you got someone that I wanted in um in Corey Davis. But also like how much like how many people are you losing? You know what I mean? Like I I don't really think I think in your situation you guys are okay with people walking away. At that point, you know what I mean. There's nothing. I mean, really, we have nobody yeah. good on our. That's team what I'm saying. So I feel like it's easy, like, it's well, it's better to have a free agency that way because it doesn't really matter who walks away. It's it's you know you can only really yeah. go up in a sense unless you're giving out bad contracts, which it doesn't seem like you are. And like with the Corey Davis thing, even if he never turns into a one, Mims has one potential. Mims got one potential. So you can live and with Jameson him being Crowder a two. Is really good. Yeah, so, you could live yeah. with him being a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was three years like thirty-seven? Yeah, his deal isn't five. crazy. Yeah. Well, you're basically paying a, like a little, like 12, 12 mil a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, it's not, it's not terrible. And depending on what the Jets do in the draft, I mean, listen, surround, surround Darno with talent. Potentially we see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Potentially I got, Deshaun. You know, and then, and, and that would be, that would be number one. Then can, them we, signing we Corey dream. Davis automatically is going to make Corey Davis a thousand yard wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And that that's just firmly what firmly what I believe. I think in terms of what the Giants are doing right now, I mean, we extended Leonard Williams. I'm happy about that. Not necessarily happy about Dalvin Tomlinson walking away and going to the fucking Vikings. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's gonna that's gonna hurt Giants fans. Y'all gonna see what I mean. And then we signed two people that I'm kind of like iffy about. We signed John Ross. It was, it was a burner. I mean, he's fast as shit, but I mean, that's about all all he's good for at this point. That's okay. Then, he's a uh, super cheap. Yeah, I mean, got him for two and a half million one year. I mean, yeah. cool, but you know. And then we also signed uh, Devontae Booker, which to me makes even less sense because you got Saquon coming off ACL. Uh, you got Wayne Gorman in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I feel like whatever running back depth isn't really where we're weakest right now. I feel like that money could potentially be should have been put more towards Galladay, who still, as of um March 16th, hasn't signed yet. So we'll see how that changes throughout the week. But hopefully the Giants can still make an offer for him for something because Lord Jesus, we needed number one and we need number one bad. Daniel Jones got to take a jump this season. If he doesn't, I don't know. Him and Gettleman both gonna be on the hot seat. So has Gettleman had a winning season so, since he's been? He has. Him? He has not. Yeah, almost had one. Three ten. Three three ten plus lost seasons. This would be the how long has he been here? Three years. Three years. This would be yeah. This is season number. Off to a good start. I mean, yeah, not really, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I the reason why I like the uh, John Brown thing is mm-hmm. he's cheap. He's an established receiver, which y'all don't really have, um, and. Just having a burner, it does allow just to have, like, those DBs have to respect it, Mm -hmm. even in the run game. You know what I mean? So that's part of it. And he 
had not success, but he showed willingness to block when he was on the Ravens. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Still not a number, still not a, not yeah, but gi- I mean, I didn't expect the, the Giants to really sign a top one or two tier receiver. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's tough. I mean, at the same time, I feel like for what we paying for what we paying homeboy, we got the eleven pick in the draft. Draft, we still gonna probably draft a wide receiver. That's anyways. what I imagine. You know so that's why I feel like if anything, you're gonna fill that need at a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, in the draft. And so. I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm hopeful. You know, we'll, we'll we'll really see what happens, but I don't know. You guys did resign Lane Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was to me that was what what needed to happen. I mean, he played mm-hmm. his ass off. You yeah. can't let let somebody walk away after that. The only thing that. I hate in hindsight is that after we traded him for to the Jets, we should have extended him then, and then that kind of should have been just that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we ended up paying more for him. If we pay for him, then we might have been able to afford Dalvin Tomlinson and maybe even Kenny Galladay. I don't know what the cap space situation is looking like at this moment, but we just been seeing a whole lot of crazy shit happen in the NFL with restructured contracts and and all of that. Really, because the salary cap went down for the first time ever. We've never seen that before. So yeah, I was. Doesn't the, don't the Chiefs have? I saw somewhere it was like the Chiefs have more salary cap space. Surprisingly, this year than it was some team. Yeah, because they cut the, all that linemen this year. To mm-hmm. they, they they cut all their established right. linemen. They cut. To they, make and cap then they just space. restructured everything. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. You know that was, I was surprised that they cut their their their, their two yeah. best offensive yeah. linemen. Literally, they cut Eric Fisher and they cut somebody else. But I mean, fuck it. When you and but that's the thing is that then. Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Patrick Mahomes, they all restructured their contract so that way they could sign Joe Thune, which I feel like is, I mean, from Eric Fisher, low-key, it is an upgrade, you know what I'm saying? So but That's the thing I think we saw in the Super Bowl. Them, what was it? They were missing three offensive lines, three starters on the offensive line? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that was that was the factor, I think. In, 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 that was the biggest factor mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah. He didn't have time to throw. Mm-hmm. So I running was able to get through. Yep. Yeah. Real life. And then so it is. It is kind of surprising that he brought with him. Getting rid of one doesn't surprise me, but getting rid of both is, yeah. is kind of uh, surprising. But throwing it back, speaking to the uh, going back to the you said something about Deshaun Watson. Texans, you talk about going back all day, bro. I yeah, don't know. Man. It is what it is. Yeah. Texans getting uh, uh, Tyrod Tyra, Tyra Tyra Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, is that is that a signifying move or is it just uh, all right? We're getting a established backup veteran or I is there like or that's a in they case. start they start they starting to get scared i think that's I think an that's in an case in case he has yeah. to get traded yeah in case he has to get traded if you don't get a, a suitable quarterback you at least have a fallback for tyrod for the rest of the season if i'm a jets fan i'm starting so, to lick my chops though like let's say you end up trading and you end up getting a pick or you or you get sam darnold right then uh, sam darnold still has to compete in camp you know mm-hmm. things like that Telling you, man, the Texans—they bugging. They—I mean, I—I I would never, I would never want to trade Deshaun Watson. But if you were going to, now would be the time. Hey, man, you got everybody. We've seen everybody is tradable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the NFL. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trade Deshaun. I mean, well, obviously they're about to be in a situation where, like, now they have the most leverage to trade Deshaun Watson. They're gonna get more for him now than they would after the draft. They're gonna get mm-hmm. more for him now than they would during the season. Yeah. And I, my, my biggest fear for the Texans organization is that they're too incompetent to realize that they have to come up on this shit now. You got to know when to sell. It's like the stock market, yo. You know what I'm saying? At some point, something's got to give. You got to cut your losses because you might end up being up however much money. But then, you know, once you're down, then you got to, you know, bullshit kind of send, like, basically you lose the money. But, yeah, man. Uh, also around the NFL, you got the Bucks basically re-signed everyone. 
They re-signed Shaq Barrett, extended Levante David, restructured Brady's contract, and extended him. Um, what's to call it? And Gronk got paid. Godwin yeah. is tagged. I think that's that's basically the main the main core people with them. Um, and then everybody else is either really young or probably still on rookie contracts. So yeah, and like like you, you know you started it off saying with like the Patriots have been super active for basically the first time ever. Like I remember, I saw the thing where it was like they've spent four hundred million combined in every the past 10 yeah, years. in the past however many years. Where mm-hmm. it's like now they're shelling out money, and it just showed. It's like Belichick went, "All right, we tried to do the Brady way without Brady. Fuck it, let's go spend this money. What's it doing sitting here?" Mm-hmm. And they, them, and I also think the Jaguars have been making tons of moves. Mm-hmm. So like between the two of them, teams yeah. that you don't really um normally see or expect that from mm-hmm. like it, it's huge and it just shows the Patriots as an organization you know what I mean adaptability and we see where it comes from it they re-signed Cam if you didn't know um so they have a quarterback you know yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the Patriots this year especially because they just traded for Trent Brown uh what's it call it so he's gonna be a Patriot again then you got um Patrick that was a robbery. yeah that was a highway robbery <laughs> highway robbery like it's just for, wow I couldn't believe it was it a fifth round fifth round pick I think so uh I thought it was a seventh it was it might have been it might have been which is even it's crazy um then you got Patrick Chung Dante Hightower both about to come off of opting out you know what I'm saying they just signed um Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith mm-hmm. and, and they I, just uh, Jalen Mills Jalen Mills Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne so they really trying to get cam weapons which I, I fuck with you. Know yeah. what I'm saying like, notice saying, how they're now well outside of Hunter Henry, they're now white. Well, they're they're going all in. Well, they're adding some spice. Yeah, some <laughs> add cinnamon, a little bit of some some cinnamon. spice. I am pepper. Hell yeah, and I'm all for it, man. Because honestly, you know, you know what they're saying, yo, like, and this is also I think part of an, an, an underrated part of Cam getting resigned is that like he was a very good teammate there while he was in the Patriots. He mm-hmm. never said anything bad about the organization, even when he was getting when he was getting his ass kicked. Everyone loves him in the organization. Apparently, you only heard good things about it. Exactly. So I feel like that's probably another reason why they're willing to give him a second chance. Which you know I'm all for. I'm all for second chances. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Now Cam got a chance to prove himself, but he got to go out there and perform. And yeah. that's and that's and the now he has mind. no. No There's excuse. no excuse. That's it. He has the weapons. Yep. They're doing everything, you know. Yep. He got red zone threats. Mm-hmm. He has both few. sides of the ball. They're building the team. Yep. So. And, and that's and and that's all, you know, that's 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 all we can ask for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then also around the league, Saints, they just signed Taysom Hill to a weird kind of contract and extension. So like I don't really I'm kind of confused on how it works. I saw something where I was reading where it's like the the it's such a bullshit contract. Yeah. Because they can shift the money around however they want. Like mm-hmm. I think this year he's only making eight million. Right. Like there it's literally and there's not any guaranteed money, I don't think. Yep. It's so not it's literally a fully just, avoidable contract. Yeah. Um, is that they signed Jameis mm-hmm. on a one year try it deal? Yeah. Um, and I hope it works out for for something really. Yeah. Also, um, uh, things just ha- happened. The Bills signed Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, yes, that did, yeah. that did just happen. Going back to the Saints real quick, Drew Brees, you had a great career. Should have probably won more than one, but you know it kind of is what it is. So I guess at the point, agreed. It, you also should have retired before you said that stuff last yeah. year. Yes. So. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that's about that's could have saved you yep. a lot of. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we yeah. remember. We remember. We won't let any of y'all ever forget. The North remembers. Yeah. yeah, we remember. And I mean, if he retired before, he wouldn't have broke like fifteen ribs. So that's mm-hmm. okay. He's he's a gamer. He's yeah, done. it's all right. Yeah. He's gonna be a gamer from home now. Huh. 
Nah, yeah. from the studios. Didn't he? I heard he signed. He's working on a deal with the NBC. Oh yeah, he already signed it. Oh yeah, so he's gonna yeah. be he's gonna be doing that thing. I think it's him and Al Michaels or Chris, or with one one of them. I don't know who he's work, gonna be working with, but yeah. yeah, he's gonna be working at NBC. So it'll be cool to hear him on Sunday nights, I guess. So we'll, we'll see who's the better who's the better in it. Uh, you know, color color commentator, him or uh, Romo. I still like Romo. Romo Romo's top tier though. Yeah, Romo's top. I've tier. never even heard Drew Brees with a per- personality for real. Like I know he's done a lot for His the personality. Cr- is all lives matter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, His personality goodness. doesn't see color. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> Super straight. <laughs> Super straight. <laughs> it's nasty outside. Uh, it's very very nasty outside. What else we got? What, what else um, we got around the league? I want to talk um, about this. Like you know, you you mentioned it a bit already with uh, Tyrod. There's been a lot of quarterback movements. We got Fitzmagic over in Washington. He lives. Yeah. The legend of Fitzmagic is alive. It will never go away. I think he's played in every... I, I feel like he's played in every division in the NFL. He's had to have at this point. Uh, he spent a lot of time in the I AFC East, though. I don't think he's East, played in the NFC West. Never played in the NFC West? Let's see. Seahawks, Cardinals. I think he started his Rams. career with the Rams. Did he? I, I think that's where he started his career. Let's, let's fact check this. So, going, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's. All right, so John's gonna fact check it. Let's see. So he's played. Now it's gonna be NFC East and AFC East. Yep. NFC North has he played in? It's still still is. All right, bro- here we go. Yep. Rams. Okay. Bengals. Rams. Bills, Bengals. Bills. Titans. Titans. Texans. Jets. Jets. Bucks. Dolphins. And now Washington. So what's so no, there's one more NFC. No NFC North. No NFC North. Wow, that's kind of crazy though. Damn, so the only team he's never played, he's never played for NFC North team. Wow, that's kind of unbelievable. You think about it. Call it a career. I mean, d- there's still a chance he could sign with the Bears next year. It, it's, you know? ve- <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, speaking of the Bears, getting uh, Dalton, yeah. Dal- Andy Dalton, Andy Red Dalton. Rocket. After trying all they could to get Russ and Deshaun, and they, and uh, they failed. Damn. I mean, we kind of said we didn't see Russ going anywhere anyway. Yeah, it was kind of just like a hypothetical. You yeah. know, why would you want to trade Russell Wilson? But, but it's like if you to, could, you could get some astronomical back, but whatever. Yeah. They still need to get some help for some lineman help for him, though. They so, indeed need help over We have there. a left tackle available. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They indeed need to also just let Russ cook, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, so, yeah. So, um, there any other big things? I mean, outside of, I know you guys don't care as much, but like, what are we trying to figure I guess we're going to be drafting. Uh, Edge rushers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Ngakwe on the Raiders, yeah, Ngakwe's um, on the Raiders, and uh, Judon, well, Ra- Judon's the, on the Pats. The, Ra- the Raiders also just oh, Bud Dupree signed with the Titans. I yes, mean, he did. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's good. very significant for the Steelers. Good defense that people thought was great, great, yes. but wasn't. Yeah, um, and also I think the Raiders just released um their center, who Ronnie, not not no, no 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 somebody else. I forgot his name, but. Yeah, he's pretty good. I don't know if the Giants are gonna gonna do anything. I get Gettleman like I I don't know, man. You're not making much sense. Like I just don't understand how you're gonna cut Kevin Zeitler. You're gonna restructure Nate Solder's contract, who opted out last year, and Zeitler was our best offensive o- offensive lineman. And that was a down year for him too. So what you're saying is we, yeah, we I just, did good. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, yeah, just going back to it. Like just what was I just need to know your thought process, bro. And Odell Beckham Jr. also tweeted today about uh second act or round two something like that so it's interesting i don't know I mean, probably it's round two probably just him coming ago. back to yeah. injury right yeah. yeah 
you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. I still got my 13 jersey. I'm ready to Listen, bring that. The I... Bengals made a lot of moves. Yeah. I mean, the the Browns. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing where it's like last year they focused on the offense. This mm-hmm. year they're focusing on the defense. Yep. And the Browns being a more complete team is better for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it more fun. And it's just, it's it's good for the Browns. It's good for Odell. It's... The Browns are about to have expectations. Yep. Oof. See tough. what happens. You're in the position that you are right now with the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. <laughs> Real quick. All right. Like, I don't want to go too much into the game, but like, yo, Justin, you saw, obviously you was watching the game last night. Yeah. Okay. So like, what did you think about the, what did, just the overall officiating of the game? What did you think about the Knicks-Nets last game? Last night is in Monday, if you guys are listening. Okay. Sorry. Referring to the Knicks-Nets game on March 15th. I mean, it is typical, typical NBA. Calls missed on both sides, Heard. I think. But then, but then you just have like one big call or non-call that kind of decides it. Should have never. I mean, it, the game should have never came down to that to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, I wasn't too. Like, I know, like you know, I was a lot of Nets fans are like, oh no, a win's a win. Like I know a win's a win. Like you know, you take a one point win, one point win or a fifty point win is the same on the win column. But yep. like at the same time, you're up double digits in the fourth quarter. There's no reason why it should be a one point game. And put in the position mm-hmm. that it is. Now, I would say on that play, is Julius Randle the best option to shoot that three down three? I I don't know. That's just not the play I would have ran. I would have tried mm. to get maybe like Bullock or uh, Burks. Yeah. Look, but at the same time, great play by Kyrie. And I think the I, the rule book says he did. Yeah. I know the NBA reviewed it and still yeah. said it was a travel. Yeah, so. the, yeah. I mean, it was a travel. Everybody knows that if you're at the park and you go up and you t- you and the ball gets tipped, if you come back down with the ball in your hands, it's a travel. Like it's a travel. Why is there? I don't understand why everybody was so like. Oh, because da-da. I think they thought because he dislodged it, which he, he, the ball does move, but Randall never loses control. But you have to drop the ball, is what uh, I'm yeah, saying. That's, like, yeah, that's not just being a catch-roll. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's, right, exactly. We're yeah, in, so we, like we in Randall, the replay booth right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, if Randall would have gone up and as soon as Kyrie hit it, the ball dropped, mm-hmm. he would have been able to pick it back up. Yep. But because he was the one that physically basically just bounced it on the floor, you can't do that. Basically, yeah. once it got dislodged, he should have just moved his hands. I will say... This... I guess he didn't realize it wasn't, like... It's one of those, like, you get caught... Mm-hmm. Like in like in, in the middle, it's like he probably went up not expecting it to get tipped. Mm-hmm. It got tipped, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh wait, I should drop it, right? Because then I can pick up my dribble again, not knowing that he still had possession technically. Yeah, because the ball never was like dislodged, right? I don't know why he was so angry though. I've never seen somebody. That I mean, angry. it's, it's he, for the game. It was you like know? it was just it was a rough, roughly it's officiated emotions. fourth fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, the fourth no, quarter was, was not in, was not coached well. Kyrie tripping all over himself and Frank is getting all these foul calls. Mind you, I also don't think Thibodeau fucking coached the fourth quarter good. And I, and I can say that because there's no reason why Frank is in the game. Like, I get it. Whatever you people will say, what he's saying, playing hard, cool, whatever. But he's out there for cardio, bro. He hey, you can't, play defense, Tibbs going to put you in. He can't hit a shot to save his life. And I'm not saying quickly was, you know... He got small hands. He can't catch. I'm not saying quickly was all world that game, but he was. He was. The offense was running through him, and I felt like midway through the midway through the fourth, Frank shouldn't have had to foul out for quickly to get in the game. He started the game, let him finish the game. You know what I'm saying? But that's all. It's, it look. It was a. It was a. I thought it was a. For me, three 
it was a good three quarters. Yes. But I tweeted it. I literally tweeted at the start of, I think it was like right after halftime. I was like, this has the, I think the Nets were up like 16 or something like that coming mm-hmm. out the break. And I'm like, this has the feeling where the Knicks, it's going to feel like the Nets are dominating, but the Knicks are going to be way, the game's going to be way closer than it should be. Yeah. And it was. Like, I was like, as soon as the lead got cut to eight, with I think like three minutes left, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be one of those where, you know what, we're probably going to throw this game away. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was just glad that Kyrie and Harden were able to hit some, you know, shots down the stretch because. Absolutely. And Kyrie. I, I knew yeah. Randall was going to hit a big three. I think it, was, it cut the lead to like two. What was yeah. like 110, yeah. 102 yeah. or something like that, 105. But it was, was like, just, oh, it was a roughly officiated fourth quarter, man. It I was. think I think we can agree on both sides. Like, I think there was bad calls on the net side. There was also bad calls on the Knicks side. The only call that I think they got right was, ironically enough, the last play of the game, of the course. Controversial call, the, yeah. con- the, the, contra- the controversial call. The controversial call where you got everybody that be balling at the park like, oh, that's not a travel, versus everybody that actually plays ball that's like, are you serious? Like, it, like What? But it's funny because I think everybody, like I think even Kyrie in the whose post game was like, I thought he made, I thought that was a good play by him to do it. So maybe he also thought that he had dislodged the ball more than he did or something like that. I don't right. know, but I thought the one, what was it? The other, the other, I guess controversial one was when uh, Kyrie got trapped. Was it Kyrie or no? Joe Harris got trapped. Joe Harris got trapped in the corner, and then it was a, it was a foul that was called that ended up turning into a jump ball. Yeah. Yes. I'm just like yo. How, like I, I I don't know I I, I I I just didn't like that because either call the foul or give him the you know yep hey man the, I'll put it I'll put it like this last season it took my Knicks 60, 64 games to win twenty this year it took us thirty nine so I there hate I hate the moral victory shit but I mean listen you think a bigger picture. I'm happy where we're at. And we about to have a rough-ass stretch where we about to play y'all, the Bucks, the Sixers. Oh, you're already doing it. You're already in that. I was thinking it's it's a good litmus test for the Knicks. I mean, you came first game blown out by the Bucks. All right. Then you go play the Nets. And they made it a closer game then. So I think that, honestly, I would say that's a win in itself. I mean, not in the column, but a moral victory. Moral victories, but, you You know. know, Currently playing the Sixers, and I know it's kind of tainted. They're actually playing right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I know that's a little bit tainted because Joel Embiid's out with the hyperics in the knee. Right. And thank yeah. goodness he's okay. Thank goodness yeah. that man is good. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah the, the Knicks, I would say, if coming away from that game, you're happy with where the state of basketball in New York is going to be because yep. you have the Nets who are title contenders. Yep. And you have the Knicks who are slowly but surely building themselves up and clawing out of the pit known as dysfunction. Yep. And that's why, like... I like, um, I don't watch the game, but that's why I like the whole, you're like, Julius Randle was super upset. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things that go into that. It's one, it's for the game. So, you know, he, if he's like, I'm the leader of this team, messing up on the last possession hurts. But you're playing arguably the best team in the NBA. Came back in the fourth quarter down 10. Then you add in New York rivalry that can actually start and actually be a thing if the Knicks are good. Well, hold up. I, I was told it was not a rivalry. I'm No, that's what I said. It could start. This if the Knicks are good, this can start. Um, because then it, it's just fun. Justin, so I think Justin, there's so many Justin. things that go into it. And I like Julius being so invested. I like yep. I like shit like that. I like the passion. I'm not saying being an asshole about it, but like mm-hmm. I like I like shit like that. It's good. No, I thought like I, yeah. I, I appreciate the passion. It was just kind of I've never seen somebody that upset on a, oh my like, god if it, was like a fa- if it was like a foul if it was like a uh, foul call on him like late in the game or something right. like that i'd understand it 
But like a travel, I'd never seen anybody react like that. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was mad. I mean, you know, whatever. He, he, bought, he, bought, he gave Jeff Green a little, you know what I'm saying? This, this man gave, uh, this, this this man pulled up his own uh, Bobby Knight. Hell yeah. Shit. Hell like, yeah. Damn. He was wild. He was, he was mad. Whatever. You know, we, shit. Nick shit. Let's just, you know. Nick's tape. Nick's, Nick, Nick's, Nick's tape, Nick's tape listen, baby. Nick's fans want, they want the passion. Because all they talk about is, is the nineties? Yeah, so they oh, want yeah. the passion and the aggressiveness. Yeah. Knicks fans so. like Knicks, Knicks fans like old Knicks fans. They like that shit, yo. Yeah. Real life. Yeah, you heard? Uh, they want you Oakley. Stephen A. What's the? Stephen oh, what did what did our what did our favorite? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call him at this point. An- uh, sports anchor say what did what did Stephen A. talk about? He said the Nick. He said the Nets don't want to see the Knicks in the in the first round series. Oh, really? He and said I'm sitting that. here just like off of. <laughs> so we're just, you're saying this off of the strength of last night's game, right? Which Let's remember, going back two months ago, the day of the James Harden trade, the Nets played the Knicks with nine players, no Kyrie, just James, just uh, Kevin Durant, right? And a bunch of scrubs that are still on our team that are okay now. <laughs> yeah. But I say scrubs because TLC was there, and he's a bum. TLC not even in the rotation no more. Oh, he hasn't no, he played. He, he got him for like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and JT had right. the tweets queued. He had his drafts ready. Right. I had him. No, he's, he's lucky. I was out at, at an establishment <laughs> and not uh, yeah, very very focused in. You was out. But, um, he was out the back door. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm just like I'm just. I, I just don't understand why you can how you can make that take of yeah the Nets don't want to see the Knicks in a in a seven in in the first round when one the biggest you know thing is the Nets. Still don't have arguably the best player in basketball. Don't even want to see it. One of my friends said one of the craziest things. He said, "Yo, when Katie comes back, it's gonna fuck up the chemistry." I said, "What? Wait, who How? said that? Don't How matter. Does that who. Didn't make any sense. Don't, it don't even matter. The same shit. They said the same shit when James Harden got Bro. traded. He was like, "Oh, he's gonna mess up the chemistry." When? Look, the Nets have had what the second best record mm-hmm. since since he since the trade. Thirteen to one. Like thirteen to one. It's unbelievable how 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 great the Nets have been, but yeah, they're the, it, it's like all right, the Nets going. Yeah, but we've seen him. We we literally that's the that's the, that's Katie's right. whole mo. He can't mess up chemistry. Net, net, he net, Nets, Nets, he's a stem cell. Nets he's, are he, the best team in the NBA. That's it. That's a tweet. Period. Like that's that, that's that's literally all I have. You know, what I'm saying full strength. Who's full strength? Who's beating the Nets? Nobody. Nobody. Not, nobody. No, that's it. I'm saying let's see times like this. We need the the fucking key sweat button. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, that's it. Granted, I will say I I feel like no one like I feel like no one wants the Knicks just because the Knicks are going to play a hard ass game. Yeah, that's like the Knicks, like, the Knicks are going to yeah, play you they're hard. Play you, they're not going to pack it in. You know what I mean? Right. Which is saying? cool. But at the end of the day, yeah, the Nets aren't worried about anyone. Right. There's no right. one that the Nets go. Oh shit. Man. Yeah. Like I don't care. I, I don't like, care who we play. We are not getting swept. I can't. I, I'll tell you right now. I'll give you that. that. Yeah, we won't get so we don't lose in five. It might, it might be a gentleman's. Yeah, that, yeah, we might lose in five. But we not getting swept. Best case scenario, I would say the best case. You guys slide into maybe you guys maybe steal a six seed. Yeah, get the Bucks first round. That'd be nice. I yeah. can see it I, match I mean, up pretty well against listen, the Bucks. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We play. We've played the Bucks hard. My, well, minus the last game we played them, but we played them hard. Like the first when we beat them the first time around. So they wait. Have you guys only played them twice? So I think far? so. Think so, so it's one and one. Maybe. One and one, you beat them by twenty. They beat you by twenty. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a Mavs record, Jesus. Basically, yeah, man. And quickly, yeah, shout out. Shout quickly, out. I yeah. like this nigga starting. But yeah, that's oh yeah, that, that's that's all I gotta say on the Knicks. I see y'all niggas next week. I'm a, I got the tunes for y'all when we back up back at five hundred again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, real quick. And shout out Mike Woodson, you heard? <laughs> un- Every un- week, unrelated to the Knicks, but um, 
just just hear me out of this. Player A, 23 games played this season, 20.8 points, 8.4 rebounds, field goal percentage 49%, 37.2 from three, and 83 from 84 from the free throw line. Okay. Player B, 23 games played, 22.5 points, 8.4 rebounds, uh, 53% from the field, 29% from three, 71% from the free throw line. Is player B Giannis? Player A is Chris Depps Porzingis. Player B is Anthony Davis. And the reason why I bring this up um, is just because this is from Brad Townsend, who's like the Mavs correspondent. But like for some reason, I'm not going to say for some reason, but like JT, I feel like this probably has happened to you over the course of like in the Nets fan base. People hate Porzingis right now. And I feel like it's simply because he was in trade talks. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are just talking mad shit. Yeah, get out of but here. It's like, like, we, Mav, like Mavs fans. Yes. Like it's like there's a there's a divide. And like Mavs fans, where it's like actual Mavs fans who are just like, yo, let him live right now. He's finally, like, he's been cooking since he's come back. Um, He's finally getting healthy. You know what I mean? Like, even since the All Star break, he has looked better on the defensive end, which was the real um, worry. Uh, this man's 7'3", bro. He got yeah. soft knees. You know what I'm saying? You got to give him time to recover. <laughs> but it's saying, it's like you're you're saying, like, people, he's getting so much shit. Yeah, he's yeah. played the same amount of games as Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis is currently out. That's what I'm saying. So it's like... Yeah, nah. I, I, I definitely feel... I don't know if you guys have thoughts on players being out and things like that and just perceptions on the league, but, like, I just think it's such a, a wild thing where it's like once there was an idea that Chris Stapps Porzingis can be traded for, and again... I, anyone in the Mavs roster outside of Luka can be traded for. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? No. Like, it's it's literally, if you can somehow give us a deal that blows us out of the water, which is never, it's not going to happen. Um, but ever since then, it's like, everyone's like, ah, oh, nah, fuck Porzingis. You need to trade him for the next person. Oh, Where it's like, again, relax. I love Zach Levine. I just don't think he's a good fit next to Luka. Yeah. If we could somehow manage all three, that's different. Impossible, though. Like, and then with that, uh, just the other update on trade news is Bradley Beal is officially off the table. Oh, well, good. I mean, yeah. he wants he wants to stay. I mean, listen, when you got a player like Bradley Beal that does everything you ask for, you're in like a smaller market, you know what I mean? Like fuck that. If I'm the Wizards, I do the right thing and don't resign him in free agency. I mean, let but if he want go. if he wants to come back, he wants to come back. No. You know do what's best for him. He's just, he's ruining his own career. Well, Listen. What's best for him? Yeah, because when is the team? When 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 do team? How often do teams do what's in the best interest of a no, player? No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, shit. Look at the Magic. How right, long have they about? been ruining Aaron Gordon's career? Vucevic. Have they been ruining it, or has Aaron Gordon been ruining it? I think it's a. Mix I feel like of it's both. a combination of both. Yeah, right. but I also think Aaron Gordon has become a better basketball player from where he was before. You know what I mean? Like he was mm-hmm. just an athletic defensive wing, and he's turned himself into more of a complete player. But it's like at the end of the day. The Magic still think they're get, they got to tear it down. They got to do something. You know what's funny? It's like for me with Aaron Gordon. I feel like Aaron Gordon is kind of what Blake Griffin was his first year with the Pistons when he got after he got traded. Mm-hmm. Like because he turned into. I mean, Aaron Gordon's always had a more consistent shot than Blake. Yes, but right. Their games are pretty much similar. Right. From when he was at, when Blake was with the Pistons and when Aaron Gordon is with the Magic, he's kind of the same player. Mm. Um, I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily agree. It's like, there's nothing that like he, like Aaron Gordon does. Like not to say, well, cause he does a lot of things like, I, I don't, there's nothing that's too like astounding that, mm-hmm. that, that Aaron Gordon does. That's why I never really understood the fascination between, uh, uh, uh with him and, uh, Nets fans. 
Am I trading for him? Because, yeah, he's a good player. He's an all-star caliber player if he's playing at his best. But yeah. at the same time, he's, he's not. I also think it's like, just you're banking on the fact that he's still super young and you can still develop him. Yeah, man. Um, young talent is and, and he just play. helps like he's yeah. he can guard like two through four maybe five depending on the lineup yeah um Possibly. i mean that's i just want him for wing depth and defense and then also he has a you have to respect the three at some point i always wanted aaron gordon mm-hmm. on my team but um I, uh, like but with the magic think about it mo bamba doesn't do anything for that team i forgot mo about ba- mo bamba. exactly yeah. mo bamba was the number six pick in the draft yeah, but he was also that's organizational shit. With, he's also been doing with the COVID stuff for the past, like yeah. But even said, before yeah. this year, they haven't done anything with him. And they draft when they drafted him, they still had a bunch of bigs. Mm-hmm. I think they still had Bismack Biyombo. Well, yeah, they, I mean, the they had a, they had, like they it had, just doesn't uh, make sense. That's an organizational Bamba, folly. Isaac Birch. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Where's where yeah, is the minutes going to come from? And this is someone who, like I said, was drafted sixth above people like Colin Sexton. They're constantly searching for guard shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikael Bridges shy. Like every the amount of people that could have been drafted there. You know what I mean? Yep. And, it's it's also, like, it's and also, it just seems like such a waste of a pick. Like, why are you drafting? It's like, why are you drafting another big when right. your front court depth is always full? Mm-hmm. It also mm-hmm. sucks for them that Markel Fultz got hurt because Markel Fultz basically was, uh, he was playing really well before. He, I was like, Fultz and Cole Anthony were actually mm-hmm. turning into a pretty decent backcourt team. Before, yeah. Right, exactly. And then Markel Fultz got hurt and that kind of fucked it up. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Hey, man, everybody just need to get healthy. AD need to get healthy. You know what I'm saying, um, CJ's about to come back uh, starting tonight. Three sixteen is coming back, so that's gonna that's gonna be great for the Blazers. Uh, shout out to Dame for keeping keeping the ship afloat. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, I just yeah. I can't wait for CJ to be back, man. I love yeah. CJ. He I wish you know he didn't get hurt, so he could have been an All Star this year, and he really would have been. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. especially in the West, he would have been. He would have been. I'm excited for what the Blazers can be um, with him being back, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. the the way that like teams are gradually starting to get healthy. We still have well, the trade deadline is next week, um, so there's a potential for a lot of things. Indeed, I'm excited. I love that. It's crazy how the the trade deadline's still next week. It's like I feel like we've been talking about trade things for like yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe for I don't know if it's you guys, but to me, this just felt like a really really long like trade rumor window. Season. Yes, yeah. I agree. Like normally right. the trade windows, like normally the trade rumors for deadline shit starts. The week before, yeah. and that's what I was saying. People like, were talking about trade deadline moves, like bro, we last were talking about month. trade things, like in like the last week of January. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like, really be, that's really because they that's when they announced that fucking uh, were sitting people. Yeah, that Drummond and, and Blake weren't playing. You know what I'm saying? But Blake obviously got bought out. Now we're just waiting to see what happens with Andre and where he signs. So motherfuckers out here collecting dust, basically. Mm-mm-mm. Sports. I mean, I I, love it. I, that's pretty much it, right? Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Marvin Hagler. Yep. Real life shit. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think it's that time for the uh the ABCs. Yes, 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 sir. So with that, we wrap up sports, and it is time for Anime Book Club. Yes, sir. We are continuing a comic got kill. Spoilers ahead. We watched episodes 13, 14, and fifteen this week. 13, 14, and, 15. and uh, there's some there's some juicy episodes mm-hmm. oh juicy yeah understatement to say the least but yes. <laughs> um you guys want to take it away yeah uh justin you want to go into 13 and then i'll go into 14 
not to put not to put you on the spot or anything, but you know, just cause. yeah. So basically, thirteen. Uh, we figured out we're going to we're going to hunt uh, danger beasts. Uh, these new type of danger beasts that look uh like humans, humanoid like, danger beasts. Yeah, I thought they weird. looked more like humans, but whatever. Like clay people. Yeah. Yeah. Cyclops. Yeah. Dustclops. Yep. For my Pokemon. Yes. The du- yes. Yes. <laughs> for all my Pokemon niggas. So yeah. So basically, it's uh, it's both. It's kind of funny because you got both sides, the Night Raid and Jaegers, both pretty much doing the same thing, trying to save people from these weird looking monsters, and they're mm-hmm. trying to study and learn about what they are, how mm-hmm. they work. Yada yada yada. Yada 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 yada. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> and anyway, we see a new. Anyway, we keep we see another another uh, glimpse of the new villain, or at least the newest bad guy in episode mm-hmm. thirteen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't reveal himself until at end episode, of episode fourteen, I believe. Fourteen, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the plot twist on him was was crazy though. Yeah, but yeah. to um, what else happened in episode episode fourteen is when uh, well at the end of, end of episode thirteen we see um yeah we we see that's uh, when they see death, each other right yeah as death and uh. What you call it, Tatsumi? They run into each other at the um at the one point where he's actually trying to defend um himself from the danger beast. You know what I'm saying? And she pulls up like, "You're not gonna touch my man." Ching ching. No, like, that shit was that shit was crazy. She he she said, was like, "Damn, these things are strong." And she was like, Psh. "I might be like, able to escape when they fight." And she was like, "What this? And, and I don't then, even need to the, use the, my fucking power." The second that he had the thought, she was just like, "Nope." She went full out Zoro in that bitch. It's funny because it's like um. It almost makes you like Esdeath whenever she interacts with Tatsumi. Yeah. And then he'll go. I, I like her whenever she interacts with like, Tatsumi. He was like, let me try one more time to see if I can convert her. Nah, nah, no chance. Yeah, man. Like, hey, and man. it's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's it's good writing and it's also just adds more to the depth of it and the more, yeah. how are you going to feel while you watch these episodes where it's like, damn, she genuinely cares about right. trying to to make Tatsumi her man and, and it's like out here there's some foreshadowing that went on between Chelsea and uh, Tatsumi I think it was in episode 14 I'll get into that like once once I'm getting in the thick of it but actually no episode 15 I think that's that was 15 yeah that was 15 yeah. that was 15, 15, yeah. when, 15 when that happened but, Tatsumi got all the hoes yeah. all of them bro. oh yeah what yo bro, yeah, I'm, every, I'm, he got all the hoes except for mine yeah my, my man Tatsumi, I mean I don't know man my man Tatsumi got them lined the fuck up but speaking of having them lined the fuck up episode 14 you know him and him and uh, as that they go on a little vacation. Castaway, yes, Max. vacation, yes, yes. Sir. big goals. They was in Tulum. Yeah, they was, yep. yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a big sneaky link. They just got away for. A, <laughs> they, they just they just got away for a few days and said, Nah, you know what? Fine. Now she was really wild because they weren't even teleported to like some magical place. She was like, Yeah, this is just an island off the south to Bro, east of the coast. The best is when it's like, all right, I guess there's two ways we could probably get back. And then the, the choices pop up for Tatsumi. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. We could just stay here for a while. <laughs> or maybe when we go back, we could live somewhere in the city. Yep. Like, oh, man, my son's getting <laughs> I, I conflicted. I was reading them. I was like, wait yeah. a second. All these kind of sound the same. Right. Uh, yeah, someone. <laughs> there's not enough choices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's a my fact. man's. My man's Tatsumi had her had her had her. Uh, you know, kind of head over heels because when the big, you know, giant danger beast came through, you she's mean out the, here the reanimated Doctor Stylish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and she's out here showing off with her ice powers, and she's like, "Oh man, I'm about to go. I'm about to go show off for him." She's trying to make <laughs> him moist. Like, Word. <laughs> he was like, "Nah, I got this." Yeah, <laughs> he made her moist. Like, yep. Damn. That's a fact. Tatsumi don't even know what he's doing. That's the craziest part. He don't. He but that's don't. what the girls. That's what the girls said when they were making their plan. I think it was like episode sixteen. 15. They're at the. 
15, 15 when they're at the mm-hmm. uh when they're at the beach like the lake mm-hmm. and they were like hey talk to me who's uh who, who's uh who swims whose hooters is better who's who who's honker donker doinky boinky is, uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> and then my who's son love is like i he's like i would give you my son said I would say both and dive head first while singing the national anthem. Nah, that's a line. <laughs> that's oh, that's so hilarious. That, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was a I, line. And they were like, yeah, that's why it's not fun because you I know exactly what you're doing. Lie, that shit was a ball. Good. That thing is like, yeah, we know what type of time you're on. <laughs> I don't know, man. Talks to me, he might be a little bit middle of the road because, you know, when that happened, he's, he looks back and he looks at Susano. He says, Sue. You really are ripped. And I was like... He was just out here trying nah, to change the subject. He was uncomfortable. He didn't know what to do. Yeah, he, was he, he, he might be a little bit... You nah, know. He, he, don't, he don't know what to do with all that. That's what it is. Got a handful of sugar in the tank? Yeah. Yeah, just... No, because... What do you call it? In the episode... He asked... He said here, we're going to... He was like, Susan, we're companions. And when this is over, you're going to help me and love get girls. Yeah, that's what he is. Like, yeah, he, did, he, did, he, he, he did say that, even yeah. though Susan was just like, I don't really understand what that means, but cool. Whatever makes you happy. He's like, I'm literally just. <laughs> I am <laughs> here to serve. Me. Bro, you're one of us. I'm literally just an <laughs> well, Imperial no, Right. Okay, well, Jarvis. No. Like, damn. Literally. <laughs> basically. She's waiting to turn into vision. Right. Yeah, hell yeah. And then basically, after that, um, they end up finding their way back because Homie uh, teleports them. And we find out that uh, what I forgot what the dude's name, but we find out that he's actually the minister's son. So yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. But I don't even care. Yeah, dude, I don't remember it either. But my yeah. man is out here jacked as shit. Yeah, out here slaying bitches, bitches. And punch them in the face. He's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. an NFL he, player, yeah, for being just, honest. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, equality. He was he was bu- he was bugging out. My son said, "You talking about my pops? Oh yeah. What do you mean Same. that minister? Yeah, that mean, yeah. Yo, no, that's what's like. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? What you trying to do? <laughs> literally trying to get into? <laughs> literally, hell yeah. What you trying to get into? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? The Drewski joint. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh man. Uh yes, and then we get into episode fifteen, which I felt like was definitely the preamble to what is what is you know about to be an epic epic fight and epic then showdown yes and then kind of what kind of the kind of the the, the, the foreshadowing that, that i was that i was going into before and kind of what we were talking about tatsumi and uh chelsea had a had a react had an interaction when they were talking about if tatsumi would be able to face the people who you know he, he spent been, time with he spent time like he spent time with and basically chelsea was just like i don't know man this kid's kindness is gonna end up getting him killed and i felt like that was interesting yeah. And I just kind of find it funny that like, and John mentioned it last week, and I think even the week before that, like I think the foil, the foil to everybody is kind of like so perfect if you look at it. Like, even um, you you have you have um, Kurame, which I think is Akame's sister, mm-hmm. and that's like the perfect foil for her. You have Wave, who is obviously the foil for uh, Tatsumi, mm-hmm. and then even Bulat's foil, which I forget what the dude's name is. You know, the dude that is like, I'm not, I'm not a nice guy. Bowls, Bowls who I feel like. I feel like he's definitely. Like, I, actually think, been, yeah. I actually think he's sure use foil. Think he's sure use foil because sure you think she's doing she's good at everything and everything she's doing there's like she's literally like oh yeah it doesn't matter what I do because it's for justice and all evil must be eradicated. Mm. Bowles is like I'm doing what I have to and I understand their orders but I also understand that they're terrible and yeah. I know that I'm gonna pay for it. See and that's why why I feel like I disagree with you just because like I think because uh, Bulat was was a soldier and he kind of like was the same way in terms of like taking orders and saying like he kind of like when they i forgot which episode it was when he had an interaction with tatsumi and he was just like oh but like yo like i i get what you're trying to say about like us doing the right thing but we're murderers 
Well, I don't. That's the thing. I don't think that was just Bulat. Everyone said that. Where they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're not. Right, there's like, no. Yeah, at the end of the day, we kill the people. Same mindset. That's he has why. The same mindset as the night raid. That's why yeah, I think that the foil people. for Bulat right. is Shiryu, because mm-hmm. Shiryu just thinks everything she does is good. Right. That's why she's like. That's the. Because Wave. That's a dog girl. Yeah. Because okay. literally, Wave is like. Um. Not, I keep saying Shiryu. It's Suryu. Sure there's no H. Yes. Yeah, so okay. But um. That's why Wave is like you. You just slaughtered those people instead of like giving them trial and doing all this stuff. And she goes, "Well, they were evil, so we need to eradicate it anyway." And that's where now Wave is having this issue where he, now he's realizing how evil um, the capital is because mm-hmm. he's like, "Yo, she's so corrupted. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do." And then we get a little hint on him, a little foreshadowing. If he's like, "Well, at the end of the day, I just gotta follow my orders right now," because basically he's like, "I'm, I'm, I need to owe someone something." You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those where he's like. I have a legacy or some shit like that. There's mm-hmm. someone that he needs to honor by doing it. But again, that's why I think Bowles is because at least Bowles understands what he's doing is wrong yeah. and understands that he's like, at the end of the day, karma is karma, regardless mm-hmm. if someone's telling me to do it or not. Right. And shout out to his wife and kid. Shout out to his wife and kid. The, and that's why we, I find this whole yeah. thing funny because it's like the, the, the two the two different, like, outside of, I would say, Suryu, that bitch is crazy. She's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, Everybody else has kind of has like a softer side that makes them more like I guess humanized, um, mm-hmm. which is like which which I like like even like Bowles, the dude that literally just wears a mask and looks like one of the Sand People from uh, Genzo. You know, Tuscan Raiders, Genzo. yeah, real life. You know, he just he's just out here chilling, being a you know quote unquote nice guy, but he's not following nice orders. At the same yeah, time. That's yeah, it. Just, he's following just orders, doing my job. You know, yeah. so as that's why that's why I bangs with the Esdes. Well, the thing about as we, know every, why, we know why yeah. you bangs with that because hey, you want hey, something banging in your face. Hey, I bangs with the with the Leones. I bangs with a lot of people. Yeah, hey, we I, know. Bangs with, I bangs with Bullock too. What does that mm-hmm. mean? It means you're you know listen, you're, it means fine, you might have bro. a little sugar. Listen, that's okay. That's fine. Listen, if, oh. they, if yeah, it, it is what it is, bro. You know what you got to do. Is, we love is, you regardless. I, I do I, think it yeah. was interesting though when uh, she was telling a story about her Imperial Arms childhood. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and everything okay. and yes. everything just kind of like I was like, damn. So this, all right. It kind of makes you kind of get the understanding of why she thinks the oh, way she does. Um, but then it is also f- kind of funny where it wasn't like, uh, damn, she, uh, ah, damn, I kind of forgot it. It was almost like, all right, you thought you you thought you knew like why she acted the way she did because her dad was like just like yo. It's just the how life is. Survive. You yeah. either weak, you either weak or you not. Mm-hmm. And then, so I thought that was like pretty much all right. This makes sense for as death. She's just out here doing what her pops. You know, it's also fucked yeah. up to tell your kid that the reason your mom died was because she was weak. Like hey that, man, yeah. but that's the environment they was living in. They yeah, it was like, eat. It was it was eat or be eaten. But eat I guess you don't protect the people around you. I mean, yeah, take yeah, you know. Well, no, I, mean, I guess I think yeah. you do. And it's yeah. like if they can't protect them, you can only protect them so much. They got to protect themselves. And if you don't. Mm, you know, right. and if they can't, then that's that, that's on them. And I, yeah. there was this funny when she got the imperial arm, and, and she was like, "Yeah, it's the blood, and it's gonna make you crazy." She was like, "You think it's crazy? I was molded by this." Literally, <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> right. the minister went. I guess you can't go crazy if you're already crazy. So go ahead, <laughs> I had to try it. You might like it. She was like, he was like, like "All you need, need is a cup." <laughs> she was like, like "Nah, nah. I want the whole thing." Hell yeah, she wanted the whole load. Hell yeah. <laughs> do we know? Do we know where this and, is from? And the balls? Do we? Okay, so we don't know this is from. I'm pretty sure it was Skip Bayless. Said it. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, Joel oh, and yeah, 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 That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I told you. Didn't I say it in the last pod? It was Paul Pierce. The, uh, the tattoo on Paul her Pierce. chest. Yeah, yeah. Told you, tattoo on her chest meant something. It's not just a target for sh- for target practice. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's not you just know. a cum gutter. 
It's not a cum gutter. Wow. She probably does got them though. Yeah, man. God. We, we, everybody, everybody is, everybody's ripped on that show. Um, yeah. Okay. So the, the show that I was trying to figure out, I was like, what it was, if you guys haven't, um, check it out. It's called Common Area of the Iron Fortress. It's on uh, Netflix. It's actually really good. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's only one season out so far. Um, but one of the characters in that, it's literally the way it made me think is like, um, she has that same mentality where the weak die and then they're discarded. So you need to be strong, not only to survive, but to be useful. Mm. Um, and then the main character is literally like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's, I know it's not your fault. It's the person who raised you and taught you that this is the right way. Yep. So to yeah. me, this is Tatsumi literally like trying to gauge whether he can save her, whether he yeah. can turn her to his side or not. And he's just like, when he realizes, he's like, she's too far gone. But when he finds out the story about her past, he's like, oh, now I understand. This yes. is how you were raised. This is also and this highlight. is also wrong. This is also the highlight of episode 14. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, if you go back to the story about how it, how it all happened, like, you know, like when they when she first kills a dragon and then her pops kills a dragon. Um, the bigger one. The bigger one, right. The, the small dragon versus the big dragon. I feel like that's kind of like metaphorical to how, like... You know, she looked up to strength, you know what I'm saying? And her fa- father probably was the strongest nigga in the whole village. Her father raised her on that, though. That right. was the chief. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was, was, a, he chief. was the chief of the village. He was the strongest nigga in the whole village. And then she came back to the village one day to her pops dying. Man, it's got murked. So that's what I'm it saying. It was like, yo, your dad took on like 12 niggas. And like he, he took won, 13 then, of them. Like, right. But then the rest came. Then they, then they sent 20 more. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do it again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then with her mindset, you know what I'm saying? She has a very black and white view on the world. She's thinking like, yo, like only the like only the strong survive and the weak die. And that probably engraved in her head that, yo, da-da-da, my mom was weak. My father also died. So that makes him weak. So now I got to be stronger than everybody else. And is. also the last words he left was be one of the strong. Yep. So that's why it makes that's why like it, yeah him him realizing or being so shocked it, it makes perfect sense yeah the person that you idolized told you how to be this way you mm-hmm. were this way then you saw the person you idolized killed it makes sense as to why she's just all gung ho on I'm just gonna be all <laughs> but the reason why she's still evil is that you don't need to torture people to be the strongest yep. You could yes, just you do. no, you don't. Yeah, it's all about sending a message. You send oh, a you message know? by oh, wiping oh. out everyone in your path. You oh, don't you need know? to torture them. Were you the strongest at one point, John? Yeah. Are you speaking from personal experience? Yep. <laughs> I was the fastest kid in my kindergarten class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could beat me in a race. Yeah. Um, but have. yeah, like it's one but of those. Was out, yeah, but you was out here giving wet willies. That's torture, John. Come no, it wasn't. That's he just had disgusting. lightning legs. <laughs> no, but this is what I'm saying. Like it's one he of those. Had <laughs> thunder thighs, but not the chunky kind. But oh, no. um, yeah, I mean, that, that's what I think it is. I do think it's like, you. that's what still adds to the evilness where it's like, we can look at the backstory and go, wow, I understand why you think this way, why you act this way, um, why you are so obsessed with being the strongest. They're humanizing her character, but still reminding you that she's evil. But still, I mean, she he literally, goes, guy, he literally goes, oh, so you tortured them to get revenge for your clan. No, I just mm-hmm. like torture anyway. I was probably going to do it regardless. And well, he's like, hey, oh yeah, she's. Has- he was like, yeah, she's kings. too far gone. What are you about to say, Justin? Every, everybody Bro, got that so. shit was hilarious. Where he went, Esdeath, can you hurt me? And she went, oh, I didn't know you were into that kind of thing. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I really wish she slapped the shit, shit out of great. him. And then she wanted to go and kiss the nigga. I was like, come on. I didn't know you were into that kind of thing. Hell yeah. You really nah, are the perfect would, she, man she for me. No, nah, she would be with I'm just saying, man. Pineapples. 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 Have you ever seen the beginning of Little There is no safe word. Nah. The beginning of Little Nikki, um, 
he basically um his punishment in hell was that they shove hit um pineapples up Hitler's ass. So it's just a closet full of pineapples. Oh no. So when Hitler comes, he's just like, All right, pick your pineapple. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh hell no. Oh, that's crazy. Hey man, her favorite song is definitely what's the what's the shit by Rihanna? <laughs> Oh, uh, cause I may be bad, yep. but I'm perfectly good at it. Yeah, sticks yeah, and stones will me. break my bones, but big fat excite me. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, ow! Ooh, <laughs> yes, yes. Ooh, these guys, yeah, these, these guys. guys, the guys, the guys. But yeah, we do wrap up um, episode fifteen with the final battle starting. Yes. We got some um, some chess being played on how the two groups are kind of trying to attack each other, mm-hmm. and then now we have this battle of the majority of the night raid versus Chroma and Bulls, and we find out what Chroma's sword power is, which is basically a necromancer. Oh yeah, she's so, uh, she's fucking yeah. Strapped. They're they're basically like oh yeah, they only needed to send two because she has the power of an army, so it's mm-hmm. all good. Yeah, she's OP. Yeah, but this is going to be, you know, that's leading to these these next three episodes, man. Yes. These episodes coming up are going to be spicy. Hell yeah. And if y'all are following along with us, those next three episodes are going to be episodes 16, 17, and 18. Watch that to be ready for next week. Yes. And with that, that's pretty much it here from Saratobi Sports. That's it for episode 81. Appreciate you guys for listening and watching. You can follow us. Um, at Saratobi Sports on Instagram and Twitter and our YouTube channel, Saratobi Sports Podcast. Go subscribe, go like your vids, go tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Normal. Guys? If y'all ain't here the first time, Straight cash, homie. Hell yeah. It's your boy. Um, y'all can follow me on the gram, World Wide West underscore 11. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all have a good week. Y'all stay safe out here. Make sure y'all masking up. If y'all get vaxxed, you know what I'm saying? Good for y'all. Um, And yeah, man, Black Lives Matter, as always. Yeah, that too. Uh, Yeah, so uh, just remember, drink some water. uh, And Nima told your people too. That's all I got. All right, we will catch y'all next week.